Welcome to The Weekly Kate, a pop culture podcast that wants to spill the tea and explain all the things. As an ICU nurse who frankly needed a break during the pandemic, and since pop culture is my passion anyways, I decided to start this podcast as an outlet and a source of happiness for not just me, but for all of you. Join me each week as myself and many guests, most of whom are my family and friends, break down the latest entertainment news, royal news, reality gossip, bravo drama, and I even insert a few things from my own crazy life. I can't wait for you to get to know me and the show, and I hope you will join me on this adventure to spill it all. Make sure to subscribe and follow the show for more at The Weekly Kate for up-to-date news and content. Welcome back to The Weekly Kate, The Weekly Show, where I, Kate, tell you everything you need to know about pop culture, celebrity gossip, Bravo news, whatever. It is a pop culture update today, a double episode week. My previous episode, episode number 48, Safety Lights and Sleepless Nights, is all about my hurricane experience. And if you didn't listen to it, which I know you will since you're a loyal, loyal listener, I want to fill you in on the surprise at the end, which... Maybe I shouldn't to like help my engagement, but like go back and listen anyway, because it's a good story. Excuse me. I revealed that I am moving. My husband and I are relocating to Texas. Um, He got a new job and we're moving. And I was thinking about it because somebody, and, and first of all, while that may be shocking, if you didn't listen to the other episode, I'm over it at this point. Like, I'm so ready to go. There was a hurricane. Our buyer has been really difficult. Like, I'm just so ready to go. I'm going to miss the people terribly. I love our friends here. I love being close to family. But this is an important part of our life, and we, we're going to do it. You know? Somebody – I forgot who it was. Probably someone at work because that's people I see the most. They were like, why are, why are you moving for your husband's job? I was like, what should, What are you talking about? And she was like, you have a job. Why don't you get to dictate where you live? And I don't disagree. Like, I, I really don't. However, not that this is a 1950s housewife situation, but I'm a nurse, which I consider one of the most portable jobs in the universe. My husband's job is not supportable, and my husband's job, frankly, makes more money than mine. <laughs> so his job gets to stay where we go. And I, I, I'm used to moving. I moved around a lot as a kid because of my dad's job, and I, I didn't think that was so strange. But there, this person was like, "How come you can't decide where you're living?" It's like I did decide where I'm living. This was a mutual choice. We're both deciding to move. I don't know. It just seems kind of turned off as you know, like, why are you making this like a patriarchal, like, oh, he's forcing you to be there. Like, it's not, I'm freaking going. Where's my ticket? Let's, where's the truck? Let's, let's book it. Let's go. You know, I'm really super excited. Lots of moving content headed your way. But as far as today, it's a pop culture update. I've missed a lot since the hurricane. Not that the hurricane is not in itself, you know, the biggest thing to happen. There have, there have been goings on in Hollywood since my episode with Anna, which was essentially all about Adam Levine. <laughs> but 
that's okay um he and Bahati have been spotted recently together like in public which really wasn't something that happened before probably because like no one cares about him which like that shouldn't be surprising based on the scathing review we gave him last week but like he's not a paparazzi person but like now when you have scandal you become a paparazzi person so naturally i'm sure their publicist who probably got fired so the new publicist is like be seen together be a united front blah, 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 blah. it's like ugh. okay anyway the first story i want to talk about i think this is so cool so last week at paris fashion week bella hadid was in a show i don't know what show this what designer it was i'm really sorry i can't see from what i'm looking at Bella Hadid came out onto the runway or like more so like a stage in like underwear. It's like, okay, fashion. But then these people spray painted her with this like paint that became fabric almost. And they painted a dress on her and then they like ripped it and molded it. And then she walked the runway. It was sick. It was so cool. One of the coolest things I've seen in fashion. It is so freaking cool. I loved it. You can see it. Um, there's tons of videos on TikTok, but if you Google it, it's it's so cool. Which, like, first of all, she's one of the main supermodels of our time. So, like, the fact that it's her shouldn't be surprising. But, like, I I was wondering, like, does she feel vulnerable? Because there's been so much said about like her relationship with her mother, her relationship with her sister, her relationship with food and her body and her face, like what's true, what's not true, what has she had work done, has she not, blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of negative as well, but like this is ridiculously cool. This is so cool. Like talk about being the it girl of the moment. Like you are the moment. Like God, that's so cool. I love it. This caption says, spray paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> oh, Titanic. That's so good. But I, I just think that is so cool. I don't know what this paint was made of, but it it's like a spray paint, like pliable. It's not fabric, probably technically. It's probably like mostly plastic or like silicone. I don't know. It looked sick. It looked so cool. <laughs> I loved it. That was cool. Paris Fashion Week is so cool. Maybe one day I'll go. Probably not. Um, I don't know that I'm worthy in my like, you know, leggings and sweatshirt look. But that athleisure is in. Not in France, but in here. That's fine. Let's see. What else do we have? Oh, Hocus Pocus 2 came out. So exciting. I did watch it. I did really, really like it. I liked the nods to the first one. I liked the familiar, like, scenarios. I liked the new storyline with the new characters. I thought it was very well done. The original's going to stand the test of time, but I really – I thought this was so cute and sweet and, like, just really a good story. Like, I really liked it. So if you're on the fence, it's not going to ruin the first movie movie for you. It – plays off the first movie so well and you'll love it. It it's I would say it's probably at times a little cheekier than the first. But I think 
kids' movies in the 90s could get away with more. Like, like for example, in the first movie, you know, a virgin lights the black flame candle and that's a little off. In this one, and they never mention what a virgin is, you know? They either assume you know or just don't talk about it. In this one, a kid goes, what's a virgin? And then the whole audience was like, oh. and the whole cast of the movie was like, oh. So it's like, it's... It's the same, but it's different. But I thought the three women did such an amazing job. I loved it. I, I thought it was so cute. I really thought it was so sweet. And if you like the first one, it's not going to ruin it. I promise. If it does, I'm sorry. But I, I don't see how that could happen. I really don't. And it just it's it's very cute. It's That's why I support. I love it. <sighs> Let's see. What else has been going on? some crap I don't talk about blah 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 this is actually really sad so Tia Mowry and her husband Corey Hart Hard, Hardricht excuse me there's a lot of consonants in that are getting a divorce and this is very sad they've been married for 14 years they have two kids they were they've been together for more than 20 like they were together for a long time before they got married and you know this is very sad a marriage ending if they're amicable that's Hopefully what we all want, especially for their kids. But I used to watch their show, the T and Tamara show. I forget where, what it was on. Maybe like a E. I think it was on the Style Network. When they, when the Style Network existed, it was some subsidiary of NBC. Something, I think. But their marriage looked so sweet. And, you know, and not that everything is how it seems on camera, obviously. But when you've been with somebody for that long, you know you think it's going to stand the test of time and I'm sorry for them that it didn't, but I'm a big fan of, of Tia's and I hope that she's happy and continues to be successful. And I don't know. It just, it's sad. Like, and I think too, like we live in a society where on one hand we quote unquote, like acknowledge the space that we're in, but then also be like, but I'm so happy and I'm going to be strong. And like, if you're saying you need to live in a feeling and then you're saying that you don't, like, there's no shame in being sad. Like, your marriage is over. That's sad. You don't have to immediately be happy, you know? And this article is saying that, like, these decisions are not easy. This took a lot of time. We are both very sad. And I honestly, I think that's, like, kind of a positive message because so often, like, there's a breakup or a divorce and it's like, oh, they're already with another person. Oh, I'm so happy and free without them. Like sometimes things can end and we can be very sad. And it's both people that feel that way. You know, I just, I, I, I find that very healthy, I guess is the word I'm going to use. Like that, that's very like also very mature. Like for whatever reason their marriage ended, it seems that they both loved or still love one you know I don't I don't want to go on a tangent but you know what I'm saying like it's it's sad and it's allowed to be sad and I think they're allowing themselves to feel that way and not being like oh we're both gonna be fine and amicable and we're gonna stay friends and blah 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 so that's good I love that I love that for them I hope they're happy speaking of divorce and people who I don't think are going to be amicable Tom Brady and Giselle have both hired divorce lawyers and here's my opinion here it is Tom Brady has been in the NFL for far too long. I think like since 
2000, a long time. He's been in the league a long time, maybe even before that. He married Giselle in 2007, eight, something like that. She has been with him season after season, win after win, team after team. Like she moved to Florida, all this, this, that. And he retires and he's like, I'm retired. And she's like, great, we can move on with our life. And then he's like, oh no, I renege because football is my life. And as someone's partner, as someone's spouse, if my husband ever looked at me and said, my job is more important than my family and I can't give it up, that would be so painfully hurtful. I wouldn't know what to do. So I am completely team Giselle because this is bullshit. Have the wherewithal and have the courage to fucking retire. Like I'm so over this. Like he's the best that's ever lived. He's the greatest of all time. Tom Brady is our savior. He's, he's going to be in the game till he's 85. Like the man is 46 years old. He is breaking in half. Like if every time you see him in a press conference, he looks worse and worse and like gaunt at this point. And she doesn't want her husband to be in danger. And now he's putting himself back in danger because football is a very physical sport. Look at Tua. Look at what happened to Tua. He had two concussions two weeks in a row and his brain is like spaghetti. And like, I realize this is not a sports podcast, but like the point is like, I'm team Giselle. Tom Brady should have stayed retired and him promising her, I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. And then being like, oh, I can't give up football. Like, I wouldn't give a shit if I was her and he was like, football is my life. Football is everything. It's like, what about your family? What about your kids? What about your wife? Like, I just, I don't know if it's naive of me to be like, nothing is more important than family, but that's where I come from. And I cannot, like, I would never look at Paul and be like, I am a nurse. I am going to nurse until I die. Nursing is my core substance as a person and I must do it even when it's unsafe for me. He'd be like, what? And I realized that the safety issues in nursing are not the safety issues of football. No, I'm not getting concussed every day. Like I realized that no one's tackling me typically. <laughs> like <laughs> I've been swung at, but it's not the same. So like I get it, but also like you should have stayed retired and your life wouldn't be blowing up in your face, but you're too selfish to see that. And I'm sorry, that is selfish. If you can't possibly stay away from the game because of your whatever, your thought process, your ego, your your drive, your, oh, he's so ambitious, whatever it is, it's selfish. And Giselle's not fucking sticking around, which I don't blame her. I think it, there must be, there must be deeper reasons than what we know. And I'm simply speculating, but like it, that's how it reads to me is like, he was going to retire. They were going to be happy. Excuse me. Excuse me. He was going to retire. They were going to be happy. And then he's like, oh no, I can't retire. I can't have this life that you want. Got to do something else. And she's like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of watching you get hit. Day after day, I'm over it. 
if you want to ruin your life, do it by yourself. I think that's what happened. I had this conversation with my husband and I wish he was here to defend himself because he like totally drank the Kool-Aid. He was like, babe, he's the greatest that ever lived. It's like, I don't give a shit. Like if you ever came home and were like, orthopedics are the greatest thing in my life and I can't give it up. I'd be like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Like, Like it's only like, I understand that to Tom Brady, football is not a sport. Like football is life. Okay. But like, you don't have the wherewithal to say that it's less important than your family. Like something about you is wrong. Something about you is messed up and it sucks to have family problems and it sucks to have personal issues when you're such a public figure. But I don't think this has been helped by anybody the past five years saying that he's the best that ever lived. He's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. Oh my God, Tom Brady. Like, I don't think that helps. And as a sports lover and as a Giants fan, I will die on the hill that Tom Brady is a product of his circumstance. And if you would like me to explain that, I will, but I'm not going to keep you because, again, this is not a sports podcast. But I think he's a product of his circumstance. And while he has had the most wins and has the most rings, do I think he's the greatest of all time? No. I will provide no further explanation. (laughs) Anyway, we're team Giselle over here. Fuck you, Tom, and your bullshit. And I hope she takes all your money. And by the way, by the way, she had way more money than him when they got married. She classed him up. She made him hot. She cut his hair, changed his clothes, got him ripped, maybe a little face injection, something or other. He is chiseled because of Giselle. For no other reason. He is the Tom Brady that we know that women flock to because of Giselle. So like, she, she take, take it all, babe. Take it all. Take it all. I love it. I love it so much. <sighs> okay. What else is going on? Let's see. A little Kate Winslet news. She had a birthday recently and a quote that's on E! News is saying, I'm baffled that anyone might not think women get more beautiful as they get older. Confidence comes with age and looking beautiful comes from the confidence someone has in themselves, which she is beautiful. Like, come on. And she is confident. I forgot to mention when I talked about Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid dating, I, maybe I did mention this. I don't remember. I am convinced that Kate Winslet is the love of Leonardo DiCaprio's life. Totally convinced. They met when they were in their early 20s. I think he loved her, and I think she saw a playa in him. As we now use the term fuckboy, I think she saw that and was like, I'm worth more than that, which she is. But the way they talk about each other in the press is so sweet and endearing, and I know they're friends in real life, and I just think she's the love of his life. But I don't think that she'd be with him. And maybe that's his cross to bear. But that's my point. Anyway, I do agree with her. Last night I watched The Holiday with my mom. And it's just like the movie makes me feel so good. But I always cry. You're going to be like, oh, of course you do. I always cry at the part when he's – when Jack Black is playing Arthur's song and he plays Iris' song and he says, I used only the good notes. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) That is so sweet. Could you imagine if Paul wrote me a song and he goes, I only use the good notes. Oh, I would just sob. 
I would. I would I would cry. I really would cry. But he doesn't play the piano. Maybe he should learn. Yeah, that's right. Maybe let's let's not, you know, cut ourselves short. Let's just learn a new hobby. Okay. Um this is more Tom and Giselle crap. Oh, nope. Oh, they were both spotted without wedding rings. I mean, obviously. <laughs> scroll, scroll, scroll. Okay. This is very exciting news. Taylor Swift, Midnight's album, comes out October 21st. Every other day for the last few weeks, we have gotten the track title of a song. So we have the whole list of the track titles. Let's just, let's just, let's break them down. Let's just, let's read them. Tay. Oh my God. This is not the day for my internet to be slow. Here we are. The Midnight's album reads as follows. Lavender Haze. Maroon. Antihero. Snow on the Beach, featuring Lana Del Rey. You're on your own, kid. Midnight Rain. Question. Vigilante shit. Bejeweled. Labyrinth. Karma. Sweet nothing. And mastermind. She is going to wreck our winter and fall. The video of her releasing a song called Karma, which is what the Swifties of TikTok and the Swifties of the world think that her lost album is called is so fucking hilarious because she's essentially laughing. She's like, <laughs> I gotcha, I told you. You knew and I, I, the prophecy is fulfilled. Like, it is so funny. Like, she's fucking with us at this point. Like, she's ruining all of our lives and she knows it. But her content is so good. And word on the street is that she's going on tour next summer and you know I'm going. I don't care if I have to go to Albuquerque or like Fargo or like another remote City, I will go. Hopefully, we can get tickets in Dallas. <laughs> Shouldn't be that hard, but <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm going to pay a lot. We're making some money on our house. Maybe that'll go towards Taylor Swift. <laughs> My husband would drop dead if I was like, oh, I spent that money on Taylor Swift tickets. He would die. It's okay. I won't. It's just an idea, though. It's not a bad idea, but it, it's an idea. Anyway, Midnight's album. I'm so excited. She's also released a few videos going along with the song released to tell us about them. And it's the first time she has publicly acknowledged her relationship with Joe. Like in stating my relationship of six years, which is just like so calming for me to see a stable relationship in the celebrity world, you know, especially for Taylor because everyone thinks she talks about her boyfriends and she's the serial dater, blah, blah, blah. No. She's been with Joe for six years. I don't know if they're ever going to get married because, like, she's worth so much money. And not that money is everything. And maybe he would probably sign a prenup and it'd be fine. But, like, maybe that's just how she feels. And that's her prerogative. That's fine. But, like, I do want them to get married. Like, could you imagine Taylor Swift singing about a wedding whilst it be her wedding? Like, ugh. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. Just stunning. Okay. I'm sure I'm missing a lot of things, but, like, I'm still in like this hurricane mindset type of deal. So, okay. Anna Delvey apparently is able to get released from prison and be on house arrest, but she has to find someone to live with. Like who's going to take her? Like (laughs) who's going to take that weirdo in like that? mm, 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 mm. 
nope that's weird i would I, I wouldn't give her a room no i'm good i'm just fine thanks let's see okay cheryl burke i talked about this a few months ago uh was married to matthew lawrence which like the teenage heartthrob you know if you ever saw what's that movie three ninjas if you ever saw mrs doubtfire he plays the son that's matthew lawrence brother of joey and andy um they were married cheryl burks from dancing with the stars and she has been raking him over the motherfucking coals for all the cheating that he's been doing in their relationship with with like disgusting internet people apparently and she has revealed that she and he are going to go to court over custody of their dog like bitch to matthew not to her Give her the fucking dog. You're an animal. Like, you have been cheating and cheating and cheating and, like, stepping out, stepping out, stepping out, and you want custody of this precious animal? No. Absolutely not. No. You're a monster and you don't get anything. And they just got married, like, three years ago. Like, God, this is just so disgusting. Such disgusting behavior. Why can't people just be good? I don't understand. God, that's a lot. Um... Hillary Swank is pregnant with twins. That is so exciting. And what is so beautiful and what I like, this kind of shit just gives me such goosebumps. Her babies are due on her father's birthday and her father recently passed away. And I just think that is such a God wink and it's so beautiful. I like, I could cry. Like, I know I'm a crier and I always could cry at anything, but like, I think that is so stunning. It's beautiful. I love it. I'm so happy for her. That's so great. Love it. Um, I'm not going to talk about Kanye West because I'm just not. Because he's doing a lot of things that... Mm, 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 mm. Nope. Don't require attention. Um, I would suggest catching up on the real housewives of beverly hills because there is so much drama and piping hot tea i would suggest catching up on southern charm i'm almost caught up in the reunion i think premiered last night and there's like such bombshells and i haven't watched it yet because now it's like it's the weekend we have to watch sports 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 you know yesterday my parents were here for like our final dinner with them before we leave and i was saying something and my husband disagreed and my mom was like don't die on this hill. I'm like, you know what? Or no, what, no, what she say? She said, pick your battles. I'm like, I do pick my battles. You're just not involved in my marriage all the time. You're not here. You don't live with us, obviously. Like, you know how many battles I pick? You know how much football I let him watch? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And again, I'm a sports girly. I like the football. But like, can we watch Southern Charm, please? <laughs> I have to know what's going on. He keeps saying, how's your podcast? Is it popping off yet? How many listeners do you have? I would have more listeners, Paul, if you let me watch the show and let me recap it. Instead, it's football, football, football. It's fine. It'll be okay. It's fine. Football is only a season. Football is only... Yeah, Tom Brady. Football is only a season. God. Such an ass. Anyway, I'm also so into House of the Dragon right now. So into it. Oh, my God. Tomorrow is episode eight. What day is it? It's October 8th. So tomorrow, October 9th is episode eight. I am quaking at last week's episode. Oh my God. I, I'm not going to spoil 
anything, but the couple that we see at the end of the show, I, oh God, I love them so much. I am so here for it. And I just cannot wait to see what happens in the last three. Like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Oh, I love the show. It's so good. I didn't watch Game of Thrones in real time. So House of the Dragons, like really exciting for me. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. That's really all I have. I'm sure there's so much more that I'm missing, but like, to be fair, there was just a hurricane. So let me be, you know, I will come back with more next week. Actually, can I have a pod next week? Will I have Wi-Fi? Oh. <laughs> um, yes, there will be a pod next week. It may not come out on Friday, but there will be a pod. I promise. Okay? I promise. We are going to be weekly. Weekly, weekly, weekly. I may have to record on my phone, but I will do what I swear to you. I promise you. This, I promise you. Okay? It's an NSYNC reference, which is rare for me, I know. But sometimes their songs slap. They don't slap as often as the Bashir Boys, but sometimes they slap. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Thank you so much for listening to Weekly Kate. Please rate, review, subscribe, save, share, do all the things to help me become a better podcaster and get my content out there for people to enjoy, to make you laugh and smile and happy. And I am so thankful you spent part of your week with me. Have a good one.